Hi, this is David. Eating right is often hard these days, but eating better is easy with Factor's ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. With Factor, there's no prep and no mess. Their meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Plus, Factor is less expensive than takeout, and you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. What are you waiting for? Discover Factor's wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash living50 and use code living50 to get 50% off. That's code living50 at factormeals.com slash living50 to get 50% off. Thank you. Welcome to the Inspirational Living Podcast. Today's reading was edited and adapted from Character and Happiness by Alvin Edwin McGarry, published in 1924. A man once came to me for advice. Life was going badly with him and he was in despair. Yet as he told me his troubles... I could not see that there was much that was worth discussing. It was all intangible and vague. At last I asked him, What is it that you really want? He answered, I want to be happy, and I cannot find any way to happiness. My father was a minister, and I was taught that there was happiness in living a religious life, in prayer, worship, and service, but I have not found it. I want to be happy is a common cry, but only a small percentage of men and women desire happiness enough to get it. They want it as they want a million dollars. They would be glad enough if someone would bestow it on them, but they have not any intention of working hard enough or practicing self-denial enough to get it for themselves. It is to be doubted if anything worth having can be gotten easily. Certainly, most of us who miss happiness, miss it because we will not pay the price and take it. A young woman of my acquaintance once applied to a noted violin teacher for lessons. The great professor bade her play and sat gravely puffing at his pipe while he listened. At last he held up his hand. That is enough, he said. You do very well, but you have much to learn. I will take you if you agree to stay with me for two years and practice five hours each day. It was a firm proposal, to be accepted or refused. The young woman considered it, then came to the conclusion that she didn't want to be a violinist keenly enough to justify the expenditure of so much time, and so she turned her attention to other things. One might well make the old violinist proposal to those who want to be happy. 
practice being happy for two years, five hours every day. Undertake the business of living as earnestly as the student of any art undertakes to attain the skill that it requires. Why should you suppose that life is easier to attain than art? We compel children to spend hundreds of hours learning to spell. How many hours do they spend learning how to live? Few cannot learn to hit a golf ball around a golf course, save by hard practice. Why should you expect to attain the art of life by any easier process? No earnest soul seeks happiness as an end. Doctrine that pleasure is the chief good has never commended itself to any large part of humankind. We always suspect the hedonist of being only half convinced of the truth of their own arguments. In critical situations, the theory that happiness is the chief end of existence simply drops out of the mind. It is safe to assume that something is wrong with the life plan of women and men who live unhappily. The joy of living may not be easy to attain, but it should not be more difficult than many other accomplishments to which people aspire, such as the mastery of a foreign tongue or the ability to play music. Like these things, it may be gained only by systematic and assiduous trying. The failure of many people to make a success of life is due to their blindness to the fact that living is an art, to be learned like any other art, adding skill to natural endowment, until a masterful competency is attained. Most of us make meaningless daubs of our lives because we have not taught ourselves to live. The first thing we must learn is that there is no happiness outside ourselves. The musician knows very well that there is no music in the piano. The piano is a mere mechanical contrivance, like a meat chopper. The things about us are tools. They are instruments by which we learn to give expression to the kingdom of heaven which is within us. At the outset of our search for happiness, we must understand that, in the higher quests of the soul, means are secondary. The sovereign intention of the soul is the all-determining factor. This is what Jesus meant when he told his followers to seek first the kingdom of God, which is within you, and to let all other things come as they will. If we want happiness, we must not expect it to be handed to us by someone, as we might receive the deed to a house, nor must we expect to find it in the possession of things. If we want to be happy, we must practice happiness, just as if we want to sing, we must practice singing. The difference is that while there be but few who possess the chords in the throat to make a beautiful voice, there is no person so poorly endowed as to be unable to live a beautiful life if only they would dedicate themselves to the learning of the art. Now I am far from minimizing the trials that many people are called upon to bear, the blighting misfortunes, the sorrows that darken all the face of life for them. I know very well that some souls are tried almost beyond endurance while others are given all the instruments which would seem to make a happy life easy to attain. 
Some have grand pianos thrust upon them, while others yearn in vain for tin whistles. Yet the fact is that these gaudily furnished lives are often as wretched as any others, while some of the most blessed people we have ever known are those who have passed through the deepest affliction. The vast majority of discontented, complaining, contentious folk have at their command all the means necessary for a life of enjoyment. The tragedy is that many people labor all their lives for what they think are the means of happiness, and then spend the second half of their lives in a pitiful descent into unhappy old age. They are like a person who spends all their money to buy a perfect violin, not knowing that it will produce sweet sounds only in the hands of one who has learned to play. Many smart people have failed to learn this elemental truth. Goethe remarked to his friend Eckerman that he had lived some seventy years and enjoyed many successes. That fortune had been his, and a measure of fame such as few people enjoy. Yet as he looked back, he doubted if he had known as much as half a dozen days of real happiness. Goethe had everything that the heart could wish for, yet life was not sweet. The idea that happiness is to be found in possession of such things is one to which the human mind persistently clings, in spite of ages of human experience to the contrary. We will have made great progress when we have put that error away from us forever. Happiness in its deepest, most indomitable form is often attained by those who are beset by great difficulties, and at the same time, burdened with what seems to be superhuman responsibilities. This deeper kind of happiness differs from the transitory lightness of spirits, which we all enjoy occasionally, just as being wealthy differs from having a pocket full of money. As there are days of sunshine in every climate, so there are periods of conscious well-being in every life. Yet even while we enjoy these jubilant hours, we know that they will end. To the soul that has learned to live, there is no such fluctuation. Its joy is no transitory visitor, depending on neither the weather nor the balance at the bank. Its happiness is like a well of water, springing up into abundant life, refreshing sweet and inexhaustible. Singers who have learned their trade are never or almost never hoarse. It is one of the common tricks of vocalism to sing over a cold, and only the expert in the audience can detect it. Just so the one who has attained the art of the blessed life can endure the slings and hours of outrageous fortune and live beautifully in spite of them. To such a character, misfortune may make some difference, but it can never make the life anything but true to pitch. We must be happy without the things we cannot have, and we must be happy with the things we would fain be without. To suppose that any equipment of material possessions, or any escape from the responsibilities of such possessions, will make us love life better, is to make a common but egregious mistake. Happiness comes to rich and poor on identical terms, 
The art of life consists in living as we ought to live, as we must live, and at the same time in being content with what is being given us. To evade a single task that should be done is to subject ourselves to the invariably discontentment of the lazy. To seek escape from any pain that we should bear is to cheat ourselves of our opportunity to grow strong in adversity. To refuse to tread the path that is rough and narrow is to confess defeat and weakness and to lose all chance of happiness because it involves the sacrifice of our self-respect. You are most likely to be happy when you see things as they are, when you make no attempt to deceive yourself, when you do your work as well as you can, and when you know that life is worth living on the terms it offers itself to you. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.